Yuval, so you're in a company that providing an employee app, right? Yes. Uh, to manage your employees. Well, I'm not sure it's a very good solution for business owners. Why should they care about employee apps when all they want to do is to close the month, right? They, they need income. <laughs> yes, you're touching it right on the head. Move forward. People talking business. First, before we dive in, I'd be happy if you can present yourself to the listeners. Yeah, of course. So, hi, I'm Yuval Magid, Chief Operating Officer at Connect Team. Why is it important to actually use technology in your business? I think a lot of the impacts that are arising from technology are quite intuitive. Um, I think that a lot of the efficiencies that come with technology are clear to us. Visibility, control, the ability to understand where you should be putting your effort and how you're doing things to be more efficient, more cost-effective, and basically just making your business better. So I think technology is a huge tool when it comes to everything we do in life and specifically into making our business more efficient and hence better businesses. But isn't it enough to have like ourselves in the same office instead of using technology? Because I can come to your office and have great visibility, talk with you, check that you complete the tasks. It's nice to rely on human connection and on people and on day-to-day conversations. And that's efficient to a point. But at some point, especially if your margins are small and you rely on operational efficiency and on cost reduction, if you're not as efficient as you can, you're either losing to the competition or you may lose your business, one or the other. So it's always about how you can do more with less, how you can do more with less employees, how you can do more with less resources. And that's where really technology comes into play. Yes, you can come to me and you can make sure that I've done something, but wouldn't it have been a thousand times better if you could have known it without needing to come into the office? You know, think about um, law firms, for example. Can you imagine law firms working today with pen and paper, trying to script, you know, all the different contracts and all the different bills that they need to do? It's just unimaginable today, right? We have Microsoft Word and we're doing the redline version and we're sending it from one side to the next. And everything takes, I don't know, 10% of the time and is that much more efficient. And that same methodology could be applied to almost everything in our day-to-day life today. Also sounds like it really tool to help business grow because otherwise you're going to be stuck on the day-to-day like micromanaging of stuff, right? If I understand correctly. Yeah, I think, you know, when you open a business originally, especially if you're a small business, there is this pink dream of how it's all going to be, right? You're going to do the things you love and you're going to make a living out of it and you're going to have wonderful customers and everything is going to be um, nice and shining. And then reality strikes. And in reality, you need to deal with customers and they're not always as pleasant as you hoped they would be. And you all of a sudden find yourself needing to pay uh, your employees and you have taxes that you need to fill in and you need to plan the shifts for next week and some equipment broke and now you need to make sure that it's taken care of and you need to hire and you need to fire. So there's so many things that take up your time that you end up dealing with the actual business for less than 20% of your time. And that's just frustrating. And I think we're in continuous chase of how do we expand that amount of time that we can actually spend running our business and less running a different type of errands or things that need to be controlled. And that's really where technology comes into play. Technology and strong management, by the way. 
If you have the right people with you and the right technology with you, you can make sure that you pay attention to the right thing that would really make an impact on your business and free your mind from all those day-to-day hustles. I kind of agree with that. And also, I used to have my own business. And at some point, you realize that you have only two hands and one brain. And then technology can give you just extra hands and extra brains. So I kind of relate to that. Another question that I have, if we're talking about technology in, in business, what do you need in order to actually implement technology in your business? Because it's not as simple as it sounds. That's a really fine question because many people ask themselves, do I need technology? And they almost never ask themselves, what do I need in order for the technology I choose to actually work and be successful for me? So I think that's really where you should be starting. And the answer to that is that when you bring technology, it needs to suit your needs really, really well. And you need to put the right level of energy into implementing it. Now, if you're a business that doesn't have that much energy or attention to put into it, you need to bring something simple. If you're a high-tech company that you know wants to do everything and fully customizable, then maybe you want to bring Salesforce, which is maybe one of the most sophisticated tools that you want to implement. So you really need to tailor the technology to your needs and to your resources. And your resources are usually time, level of uh, tech savviness, and human resources. Okay? It's better when you implement a technology that someone can own that technology inside the organization and that you have that game plan on how that is going to be implemented in your organization. Now, the more simple the technology is, you know, the less training people on the other side of that technology need, the less interfaces you need, the less integrations you need, the better, because then the rate of success for such technology to really bring an impact is that much more important. I think the number one mistake that I see businesses are doing is that they're deciding that they want to go with some kind of a technology, and then they never fully implement it, they never really give it the chance to succeed, or they don't have, you know, that focus on making it work, and then it just dies out, not because the technology wasn't good, not because the organization is unable to adopt it, just because we didn't do that match between resources and attention and the technology itself. So let's say if I'm a restaurant owner, let's say I have 20 employees, mm-hmm. should I implement technology? Should I use technology? Well, if you run a restaurant with 20 employees, at least to some extent, you're already working with the technology. You probably have a website. True. You probably already have your own point of sale. True. 20 employees would usually imply that you're either owning one or two locations, which is a very big, um, different uh, ball game. And you probably are using some type of additional technologies. But the places where restaurants usually can up their game is around inventory management and around employee management. I think those are places where things become much more complex. And usually you're trying to do them on the flight, you know, planning the schedule for the different team members or even things around communication Or, you know, most uh, restaurants will have some kind of a checklist when you show up at the morning. Um, so you'll organize the restaurant, you'll make sure everything is in place, you'll go through all those different things. Those are usually done manually. Now, this is definitely a place where you want to put technology in place. And the reason is that just it's all operational. And you can bring the operational efficiency into those processes, you know, removing the back and forth between managers and employees when they're syncing on their schedules or... Or making sure, even when you are not in the restaurant, and every restaurant owner knows how different that is when they are on site and when they are not, in terms of the level of service or the level 
of productivity that their team puts. So being able to control those things, even when you're not on site and having the ability to look at that over time, those are things that technology can really bring to you. And that's real power right there. If I'm a business owner, if, if I have a coffee shop, which by the way I had, I care about driving sales. So if you can't convince me that this helps me to drive sales better, I'm not sure that I'm quite convinced. Well, I'll take a step back. I'm not trying to convince anyone. I think that at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, you know, a very honest question. How much time and how much money am I wasting on running my team? I think usually you'll find the answer to be too much. And you're right. Your job is to drive sales, but you're not the one that drives sales all day. You have a team on the floor that drives sales. You need to make sure that this team is ready to drive sales. You need to train them. You need to give them the tools. You need to set them up for success. From the moment you hire the right person to the onboarding process and then to their day-to-day -day job, you launched a new coffee thing or you renewed your menu, they need to be sharp. They need to advocate for it. Those are the type of things that you achieve with an employee app. Otherwise, you're trying to make sure that the team is up to pace, that they know what's going on. You communicate something 12 times and they never hear about it. They're like, oh, when did you say it? But with an employee app, you communicate it. You know they got the message. So you say, okay, at the end of the day, as a business owner, and, and I really like this direction, you say that it will make my employees more productive, right? So if I have the chef or the cook at the kitchen, they'll make the sandwiches better. If I have the cashier and the barista, they'll make more coffee faster. Why? Why would it help with those kind of things? So there are two angles to it. There is the service side of things. They'll be better service people because you'll give them the tools to be better service people. More trainings, more best practices, more reviews. You know, you'll know what's going on, even though you can train every single person, unless it's a very small coffee shop, right? If you have five people, you can train them all on your own. It's all good. But if you run a business of 20 people, 15 people, 30 people, it becomes a little bit more difficult. There are more people down that chain. And then you really need that quality assurance, that standardization. So you want a higher level of service, invest in an employee app that will help you reach it. You want to be on a better operational efficiency level, invest in an employee app that will make sure things are done the way you want them to. Okay, so I like this direction, but let's take an actual case, okay? So mm -hmm. maybe the, the listeners can relate more. If I'm a barista, I got to the shop in the morning, right? Me as a business owner, I want my barista to be able to do the store opening and the coffee machine opening yeah. as fast, as productive as possible, and then still to have energy to create good coffee, to make good coffee, and also to give it to the customers with a smile. I think you want more than that. I think you want them to open it as quick as they can, True. to provide the services they yeah. need. And you want to make sure that they open the store the right way and that they gave the service that you want them to right. give. So they usually come at, like, let's say, one hour before customers would come in, mm -hmm. or two hours. And they have two hours to open everything and to clean everything and to clean the mess from yesterday and so on. Yeah. How an employee app would help me to make this process more productive? So for one, you'll standardize it. The way I would approach it, I would put a checklist, a form, that every person that opens the store needs to fill out and is accountable for. They actually sign it at the end, where it details step-by-step step what they should be doing. So, sorry for interrupting, but so today, 80% of coffee shops that I know and restaurants, they have 
this uh, paper, a mm -hmm. checklist. They put the plastic that you can write on and then erase. Mm -hmm. And that's how we do opening checklist, right? So you need to go with this checklist. Mm -hmm. You take like this uh, erasable marker and you go step by step. You clean the things, you turn the chairs and so on and so on and so on. Okay, great. And when they're finished and you come two days later, how would you know that something wasn't done correctly two days ago? The answer is you don't. Them, yeah. Okay, the answer is you don't. The same principle applies, right? You have that checklist. That doesn't change. You take that checklist, you digitize it. So every time someone fills it, you know when it was done. You get a notification as soon as it was completed. So you have control to know this was completed in time. More than that, you can put there all the links or references to the coffee machine, right? How to clean the coffee machine, so what I'll, not to forget. I know that they completed the checklist the moment they completed it? Yeah. In real time. Really? You're going to get a notification. You're going to see the summary. You're going to see the signature. If you want a proof that they've done things right, you can add images. You know, I cleaned the coffee machine. Image. I made sure that the service area is ready. Image. So you can document all those things to a great level of detail to make sure that they're not only doing the checklist, but doing it to the level that you're happy with. Well, that, that's pretty powerful. Can I challenge it a bit more? You can always challenge whatever you want. All right. So... Another thing is, is in a coffee shop, when you're managing a coffee shop, usually you won't allow your employees to walk around with smartphones. Mm -hmm. And an employee app is obviously on a smartphone. So yeah, for the opening part, that's fine. But then let's say that we're out of coffee beans mm -hmm. and I need them to quickly fill out a report to send mm -hmm. it to my supplier. But I don't want them to use the, the smartphone. So how can it be done? So first you can do it with a kiosk station, right? I'm assuming you have some kind of a POS, something that's on a tablet. If that's the case, you can download the kiosk station where they can directly do it from there. But regardless, even though, and I have a lot of organization that you know don't encourage use of smartphones throughout the day, it's very easy to do before the shift, after the shift, etc. You want it real time, use the kiosk version. You want it done after the shift or before the shift, allow them to do it with the smartphone. Or maybe just the shift manager will deal with their phone. There are a lot of ways to build the methodology and the technology together to ensure you get the right impact. But it starts with giving your team the right tools to do the job. And I think those things are easily overlooked and their impact is easily overlooked. At the end of the day, if you're owning a coffee shop, like you said, you are operating in a very, very, very competitive landscape. You need to take advantage of every single advantage that you can. And making sure your team is better, your team is more efficient, your team sticks around longer, those are things that you'll gain with an employee app. Those are the things that will really help you drive your business forward and to make sure you're more efficient than the competition. And that's where you want to be. You want your business to thrive. For your business to thrive, Yes, you should be concerned about funding and closing the month. Yes, you should be concerned about getting the job done. But you can achieve it so much better at such lower cost with an employee. Very, very powerful. I love it. Another thing that maybe most of our audience could relate uh, with is, again, as a business owner, let's, let's stick with the coffee shop. I want to tell you how we do, or probably you know it, but the scheduling and, and the time tracking kind of mm -hmm. So... The shift manager, right, uh, she would sit at the end of the week. She would open the Excel spreadsheet. She would try to kind of juggle between everyone's needs and their um, when they arrive to the store. And also she needs to make sure that they have the right amount of hours and they're not working too much. So she needs to put all that in place. She sits on the counter. Usually it takes something like one day. So you don't have a shift manager for one day. And then... She sends it out, 
she's actually capturing it with her phone. She sends it to all of the employees. And man, the number of last minute changes that we have are tremendous. Yeah. And also at the end of the month or two weeks when we do payroll, there's so much information that we are lacking. Yeah. Because yeah. we're using still those time cards and... Look, Alma, what you're describing is a very common practice, a very non-efficient practice, but that's been done that way for like so long, you know? And, and when something is working in a way, people don't notice how broken it is. And I'll explain. It doesn't make any sense that to plan a week, you need to spend more than 30 minutes. The place where I think an employee app can really help with that is first, the demand side. The demand side in this case is your employees, right? Where am I available? What's my preference? Where I cannot work? All that can be fed into you easily, okay? They just plug it in through their phone. It all appears for you when you're coming to do the planning. Next, you distribute the shifts and the different roles. You don't, and by distribute, I mean you click a button. You don't take a picture. You don't send it over text messages. You click a button, boom, notifications to all your team. They know what's going on. Not to the WhatsApp. Not through WhatsApp, through your employee app. Now, let's say someone cancels last minute. Yep. No problem. You publish, I have an opening. Who can take it? Everyone can claim that shift. Everyone can show up. Everyone can get that shift on their calendar, okay? And then they need, you can decide, you want confirmation, you don't want confirmation, etc. Like first come, first serve, or with confirmation. It's up to you. But at the end, it can be a brainless process that takes no back and forth, no energy, and just makes everything so much more efficient. So you're taking down, I don't know, you said six hours of planning, seven hours of planning, you can drive it down to 30 minutes, everyone gets reminders, everything is documented. You talked about payroll. All that information is there. If something doesn't add up, you send a chat inside the employee app to the employee asking him, hey, what's going on? It seems like you're on overtime, but that wasn't confirmed by your manager. Get the manager to confirm or correct it. And then you have all that information. You turn payroll from a three days process into a two hours process because you have all the information at hand. So like I said before, you know, people turn, tend to overlook it because it's that thing that no one wants to deal with, right? Workforce management, that thing that I need to hire again, I need to fire again, someone left me again and I need to fill the hole and I need to take that extra shift. And it costs a lot of money actually to fire people. It costs lots of money. Turnover is one of the biggest cost drivers for organization and I'm not sure all business owners understand how impactful that is. That's really one of the biggest pain points that you have. If you drove, you know, the stickiness of your employees in the sense that they would stay three months longer in your organizations. You would literally save 10% of your workforce cost. Easy. Because you have less turnover and also you don't need to train new employees, right? Yeah, you need to hire less, which has a cost. You need to onboard less, which takes time, not from a single person, but from a couple of people most times. And you get someone that is much better in what they do because they've been here for a while. So they also have a cost element. So at the end of the day, having employees that stick longer is so much better. I love this idea. And also when I'm thinking about it, it's not only about how they use it when they're at the shop but mostly about how they use it when they're outside of the shop, right? So like you said, how they can interact with their schedule. I guess they can see their timesheets and have everything there so they can do it from anywhere at any time. They can be engaged and communicate back and forth important announcements while they're at their house. So I guess if tomorrow we need another barista, you can easily notify everybody. So it's not only about what's going on on the floor, it's about what's going on when they're off shift, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can go much deeper than that. You know, we can talk about training. You change your menu and you want to train the people. You can build a course 
that trains them, maybe run a quiz to make sure they know the information. You can obviously put all that information. So if they need to search something, they can easily find it. We can talk about the documentation that you need to manage, right? Your onboard employees, your offboard employees. You want to make sure that you have all the documentation in place so you can digitize that entire process. We can talk about the level of engagement and connectivity to the organization. We all know that we want to work in an environment where we feel connected, right? That's not a secret. Now, I'm not saying we should do it purely for the sense of connection, though some organizations do. I personally am a strong believer in that line of thinking. But at the end of the day, if your employees are more connected, it brings me back to that point where they're going to stick for longer. So, you know, if you give them the opportunity to celebrate each other and to share their best practices and to be appreciated at the end of the day, the employee experience is better. The employee experience is better, employees stay longer, employees stay longer, they drive more sales, and they cost less. So it all comes down to operation efficiency at the end. Bear that in mind. Ask yourself, is my workforce management taking 70 or 80% of my time? If the answer is yes, I'm wasting a lot of energy on my workforce, then it's probably a good time to ask yourself how technology can help take some of that load off. Well, I love it, and I really think that The best return of investment is investing in your employees. Make your employees happier, more productive. That will drive sales, not other things that you will do. If you need to give one tip to a new manager, what would it be? If I could offer you one tip for the future, wear sunscreen. Um, <laughs> and besides sunscreen, tip. I think new managers, they have a lot of energy and the ability to drive change for the better. because they're not locked on the way things used to happen. My one, number one tip for new managers is ask yourself, what's the best way of doing it? And where should I put my energy? And how could I best direct my team? If you're looking at the setting that you're in and you know what change you want to drive and you know how to harness your team, you're going to make a big impact. I strive to believe that we all as manager, we want to be meaningful and we want to help our employees be meaningful. In the sense that we're driving our business forward. Beautifully said. Yuval, the CEO of Connectim, thanks for joining this episode. It was a pleasure and super interesting. And thanks everybody for listening. If you liked it, please feel free to follow the channel and to leave a review, of course, so we can provide more and more quality content. And until the next episode, have a great day. Day, week, year, great, and stay whatever. safe. Enjoy. Thank yourself. you. Thank you. Ciao, ciao, ciao.